Welcome to another edition of our podcast today, Author Tutorials. My name is Ezekiel Oburo. I am an orthopedic surgeon at the University of Nairobi, and our topic of discussion today is amputations. Amputation is one of the oldest recorded surgical procedure. In fact, in the past, the skill of a surgeon was decided by how fast he could amputate. Now, amputation is not a failure, and I think this is very important to stress. Many a times, to the surgeon and also to the patient, amputation is considered a failure, and there's a lot of emotional pain that goes with it, so you find the patient really reluctant to proceed with it. And I think that this is partly because probably we in the medical profession may overpromise patients or may not be very candid to patients about the options that are available to them. I have seen many a patient with terrible chronic osteomyelitis, one specifically that I saw in a ward that I worked in, in which the whole of the tibia was really osteomyelitic. It was completely exposed. This patient was never going to have a reconstructive procedure and the patient completely declined an amputation, which obviously was his right. However, I think the perception of amputation should never be that it is a failure rather than it is a reconstructive procedure. So what are the indications of amputation? There are five main indications of amputation, and these are peripheral vascular disease, trauma, tumor, infection, or congenital anomaly. Now, uh, these indications may vary from country to country. For example, in Kenya, there's one study that was done by one of my colleagues, Dr. Wari, in which he looked at lower limb amputations in Kenyatta National Hospital, which is one of the hospitals that I work in, and he found that the most common cause was peripheral vascular disease, uh, diabetes ranked second, uh, tumors were third, and trauma was fourth. Uh, in Ethiopia, there was another study that was done uh, in 2018, in which they found trauma was the most common cause, followed by tumors, peripheral vascular disease, infection, and diabetes was the least. In the United Kingdom, the most common cause is diabetic complications, followed by vascular disease, trauma, and tumors. So, how do we prepare a patient for amputation, what are some of the things that we need to do prior to assessing uh, what the patient needs before an amputation? And what concerns us really as surgeons is whether or not the wound will heal. So we have to look at a number of parameters. Number one, C-reactive protein uh, is an indicator of infection. And therefore, if a patient has got a relatively low C-reactive protein, we know that um, he is unlikely to be having any hidden infection. Well, one that is high, for example, 8 milligrams per liter uh, shows that there could be infection. The hemoglobin uh, level, although we are not 
as fussy about hemoglobin as we used to be in the past with regards to a number of elective surgical procedure, a measurement uh, that is more than uh, 10 grams per deciliter is really required for adequate wound healing. I must say that we must take this with a caveat because in some patients, for example, I have seen, you know, uh, children with massive osteogenic sarcomas, you know, that involves quite a significant portion of the lower limb, and these children need an amputation. And just because of the amount of blood that's going into the tumor, sometimes it's really difficult to raise the hemoglobin level. I've seen people who have chronic ulcers, we keep on bleeding and they need an amputation and raising the hemoglobin level may be difficult. Having said that, we should always have the right amount of blood that we group and cross-match prior to the surgery. The lymphocyte count, a count that is lower than 1,500 uh, indicates uh, immune deficiency and increases the possibility of infection after surgery and a serum albumin level should be more than 3.5 grams uh, per deciliter. A lower than that indicates malnutrition and diminished ability for the wound to heal. Obviously, we are going to do other studies depending on what uh, the patient's indication for amputation is. One of the things that we use sometimes is the ankle brachial index, and the value is believed to be the best indicator for assessing adequate inflow to the ischemic limb. An index lower than 0.45 indicates that the incisions distal to the ankle will not heal. I have seen others mentioned in, in various books, but I've never seen them in real life, like transcutaneous uh, pressure of oxygen. So what are the things that we need um, to do or to prepare um, prior to an amputation. The secret to any good surgery is to have adequate uh, uh, preparation. So prior to the surgery, obviously, we will need uh, preoperative uh, antibiotics. A tonic uh, is placed on the limb prophylactically, but sometimes we have to use this with discretion. Like if you have a patient with vascular disease, we may prefer not to use uh, a tonic Make sure you have got the appropriate uh, vascular and bone uh, instruments. Uh, make sure that you've got uh, chisels that you may need uh, for chiseling the bone if that is uh, necessary. Make sure you've got uh, the appropriate saw and make sure you've got uh, vessel ligatures. And I think that this is particularly important, especially for young doctors, because what we do find is you go to theater and you're not well prepared for an amputation. Unfortunately, despite the fact that amputation is a major psychological event to the patient, sometimes we find that the young doctor is the one or the one with the uh, least experience is the one uh, who is supposed to perform the operation and they may be woefully uh, ill-prepared. Now, let me emphasize something. One of the most critical things with an amputation is to inform the patient well. You need to take a very good informed uh, consent uh, 
to the patient because many patients um, may sometimes you know sign a consent but after the surgery the patient may say that I didn't know what I was signing so it's very important to speak well to the patient to answer all questions and to well uh, have uh, and to have good documentation about this so what are some of the things that uh, one wants to do uh, with regards to amputation with regards to the procedure itself I think one of the lessons that I learned when I was a young surgeon, or I trained first as a general surgeon, then an orthopedic surgeon. When I trained as a general surgeon, and I was very junior, and you know, the junior surgeon is the one who is given the task of doing an amputation. Uh, one amputation that I really was doing, I did not leave uh, adequate skin length. And I can tell you that you can start as a below-knee amputation and end up with an above-knee amputation because you were not willing or going to preserve uh, skin length so please make sure you preserve as much skin length as possible always remember you can always take off excess skin but you cannot add skin that you've taken off now muscle the two ways we can handle this you may suture the muscle directly uh, to the bone and that's known as myodesis or you may do uh, myoplasty where you have antagonistic muscle and fascia groups are sutured together remember when you're transecting the nerve you should do it under tension so that it retracts into the soft tissue this ensures that the patient does not uh, develop a neuroma which could be quite painful large arteries and veins should be dissected separately to prevent the development of an arteriovenous fistula or an aneurysm and make sure that you remove bony promise prominence so that the patient does not feel it uh, below the skin i cannot really overemphasize that one of the most important things is uh, really trying to ensure that the patient is well prepared and when you go in please ensure that you leave adequate skin. One of the ways of preparing the patient sometimes is to get a counselor, and I think this is quite routine in many hospitals where the patient undergoes counselling uh, prior to the surgery. So what are the complications? The complications of amputation include wound breakdown and skin problems. The patient may develop swelling. The patient may develop edema, contractures, especially when you don't get the limb or the joints moving uh, Pretty soon, uh, the patient may develop a fa phantom limb sensation with, in which the patient says that, you know, I can feel my foot. And sometimes the problem with this is they may wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and they fall. Or the patient may also develop severe pain. So those are the complications. That, in brief, is an amputation. Always remember that give the patient all the information the patient needs prior to the surgery and plan your surgery very well amputation is not a failure but a reconstructive procedure and if we look at it that way we will ensure that it is performed well thank you very much mm -hmm.